You're listening to the Female Social Podcast, a real and raw conversation about life, business, and everything in between. Join your hosts, Jen, 40-something multipreneur juggling motherhood and marriage, and Emily, 20-something brand and web designer, wine enthusiast, and passionate goal chaser as they navigate authentically through their different lenses of life. Okay, so I am so very excited. First and foremost, I'm doing my very first solo interview for the Female Social Podcast today. So behind the scenes, I'm super nervous, but I am so very glad that I'm doing it with my friend, Tara Romano, because I know no matter how many mistakes I make, she's not going to judge me (laughs) and it's going to go beautifully. So first and foremost, Tara and I met about seven years ago uh, and we met through the same network marketing company that both, both her and I are aligned with. When I first met her, I definitely knew she was someone that I wanted to be friends with. I loved her energy. I loved how she would literally get on a stage and dance for anyone at any time in any song at any given moment. Because I know for me, that's something I, I could get up and talk, but to get me to dance is another whole story. So as soon as I met Tara, I was completely enamored by her energy, her spirit, her passion, her dedication. And when we decided to do the female social podcast, I knew that Tara was, was going to be my first interview from the very beginning. Cause I know she has so much to share from her heart. So Tara, are you there? Yeah. And I just have to acknowledge you for a minute because, um, the, the people listening don't know that Jen was like really nervous about, in, um, like doing my bio before. And I feel like that is the best bio ever when we can really like let people know how we feel about someone and what they meant to us. I think it's better than, and I'm not taking away from anything that we've ever accomplished, but I feel like that's the kind of bio that I want. So thank you. Perfect. See, I knew we didn't need to script this. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your journey. Tell us where you got started, how you got started, what you were doing before and kind of a really quick version as to where you are now. And then we'll kind of dig into the middle in between. Yeah. This used to be so much easier five years ago because I was a little younger and then I didn't have to go so far back. But the Reader's Digest version is I come from working really, really hard, meaning like I started working when I was 10. Um, Like I started in a restaurant when I was 11 washing dishes. Like I I just never didn't work. And the last year that um, I had um, W-2 forms. And before I became fully my own boss, I had seven. So literally I never had less than three jobs my entire life. So I'm like a worker by nature. And I just feel like that is just in viscerally in me. So I'm also been in fitness for over 20 years. Um, I really started with more of like fitness. I definitely did dance. Um, but like, I was never a dancer. Like you would never say like Tara is a dancer, um, until Zumba came along. (laughs) Um, and like, I just kind of fell in love. That was like, that was like part of big, uh, Zumba was a big part of my change, but also network marketing, as you know, um, I feel like Zumba and network marketing entered my life. Um, when I was like, what is next? Um, see, I went to college, but I stopped when I was, I guess, when did I stop? Um, tw- like, when did we go to college? Like 20 something? I guess I stopped when I was like 21. Um, and people said, you're never going to go back. And I was like, no, I'm going back next year. And I didn't go back for like, I don't know, eight years. But I'm also a bartender too. So like, <laughs> you've done everything. So I've been in the restaurant. I was in the restaurant business from like 11 to 33, I guess. So anyway, 
when I went back to college, so I'm doing all these things at once. Um, Zumba, I was introduced to network marketing and I had just finished college at like um, 33 at the time. I couldn't find a teaching job. I was more than qualified for what I was doing. Um, teaching tons of classes, bartending, like never having a day off. Um, but like, that's just what you do. Like you just work. So like me not having time off, I was just like, oh, you know, like, you know, that's just what we do. So I was really upset still bartending. And I, um, my sister had mentioned to me about network marketing because she, you know, the products that I was doing. And I was like, I'll never do network marketing. Are you kidding me? That's for like, me- like old creepy men. Like that's what <laughs> that's for. Um, so I know this is kind of like all jumbled up at once, but pretty much like kind of like everything like really happened at once. But anyway, like I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to be a bartender anymore. And there was nothing wrong with it. But like, do you ever have that feeling where you're like, I know there's more for me. And I don't like, it's just, I guess that's what what intuition was. We didn't really talk about intuition 10 years ago, like, or like listening to your gut. At least it wasn't in my, it wasn't in my wheelhouse. And I, and, um, I remember just being so miserable with where I was at life and I was working so hard. Like, if you know me, I'm probably, I'm, I'm literally a really, I'm a hard worker. Like I, again, I'll say it all the time, but so my sister mentioned, um, about this meeting. So anyway, I went. I went to my first network marketing meeting. It was the first time in my entire life that I ever had strangers tell me that I could be, do, or have anything I wanted. And at that time, I had read self-help books in the library. Like, did you guys ever go to Barnes and Nobles? Like, you would be aging yourself. If you're 20 years old, you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, the personal development, self, no, it was called self-help in the, in the library. Um, I would read those. I would watch Dr. Phil because at the time, Dr. Phil was actually giving you advice. There weren't, like, fights on his show. <laughs> I don't even watch that stuff anymore. Um, and my sister had given me Marianne Williamson tapes, which at 19, I was like, it sounded like another language. So I went to my first event and not that I was hooked right away, but like something, something in me was like, oh, I can, I can be, do or have anything I want. Right. Like, okay. So I went to another event, another event, got on calls and it was like, that's where my life changed. Like, I just never had that, those experiences. My experiences, Jen, were when I was bartending, getting yelled at by my manager. Like I knew if my manager wanted to talk to me, I was getting in trouble or like my teacher being like, not support. I remember going student teaching for health and phys ed and the other students, they weren't supportive. It was almost like they were, they wanted me to fail. That's how I perceived it. Like I didn't feel the support. So yeah. So, um, that's kind of like where everything kind of shifted. I, first of all, I, I love talking to you because I mean, I talked about your energy being contagious at the beginning and anybody who has never heard you speak before probably now realizes why I said that because in the four minutes that you spoke, you encompass like 97 different topics with 97 different jobs, but so many of things of what you said really did stick with me. And the first thing that stuck with me was the mention that you did not get clear on your goals and really the direction that you wanted to go until you were 33 years old. There's so many people out there now, especially with, you know, the way that the the world is, is, is running through, you know, social media and everything that are in their twenties. I mean, Emily does this podcast with me and she's 23 years old and they're almost looking at it. Like they haven't, they haven't reached a certain level of accomplishment or they they're scratching to get to certain goals and to know that like not until you were 33, did things actually start to fall into place for you? And you did so many things prior is a really good lesson for a lot of young people who may be listening right now to really to really hear, because I think a lot of times we're so, I think that they are in a culture now that they believe that they have to reach a certain level of accomplishment quickly. 
And that doesn't always happen. So that's the first thing that stood out to me. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because when I was in my like early thirties, I would look up to women in their forties and fifties. I'm like, oh my God, okay. It's not too late. Like, I feel like there, that's like a thing for us, especially women. And I feel we're very close in age. Like, right. am I too old to do this? Is it too late? Like, when is this going to happen? And I feel like, I mean, we're so much in our head most of the time. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And then also talking about how you, how you did so many things and you assumed that that's how life was supposed to be and how you did it. The self-help section. I mean, we, like you said, we are around the same age. So everything you said, I was like nodding my head because it's true. Like I remember my mom reading like self-help books and Dr. Phil and Oprah. Like that was the extent of like what we knew to be personal growth and development, you know, and to, to, know that we've come so far is pretty cool. But that is the one thing that is cool about the culture that we live in now. I think it is more mainstream than it was when we were younger, for sure. I think a lot more people are involved in personal growth and development and that fares well to people in entrepreneurship for sure. Right. Yeah. It's like the new black. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I love it. <laughs> so now you're, you know, you're in this place, you know, you're 33 years old and you're building this, these businesses. And we could talk about the multiple businesses that you have now after all of the things that have happened to you in the last 10 years. But tell me a little bit about that journey and what that's looked like for you. Cause I know that's something that's really important to you to share. Yeah. So, um, I love sharing this part because it's, I mean, we're always on a journey, right? Always like every part of what's happening, your business is on a journey, your relationships, all of it. So, um, like how I said, I didn't know what alignment was like, there's all, there's all these buzzwords like, um, attraction, manifestation, alignment. And I didn't know it back then, but when my success was happening, I was completely in alignment. So this is this is what happened at Reader's Digest version. So I went to these meetings. Um, I found Zumba. Um, I created a YouTube channel because I remember seeing back then. I like I didn't compare. I actually compare way more now than I than I did back then, which is really interesting. It's just a part of my my healing journey, I say. Um, but like when I used to see people doing things, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like I want to do that. Like it was just in me. I'm like, oh, like I feel like I can do that. So I saw these women share, like sharing choreography for Zumba, and I thought it was really cool. So I started a YouTube channel. No idea what I was doing. You can go back in my videos. Like, and then in turn, when I was sharing my choreography, I was like sharing my nutritional cleansing. And I have some really funny videos where if you did, if you didn't know me back then, I'm like, hi guys, Tara from Get Your Fit On. Like everyone <laughs> keeps asking me about this drink. Like, and then I would share my video, and I was like, and I mean. I was meant for movement. Like I was meant to facilitate it, to create it. And like, so it's so interesting to see me like, like talk like that and then go into like the choreography. So I literally attracted people from all over the world. Literally. I remember opening up my YouTube, like people wanted to talk to me. I, I like, couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. <laughs> like it was, it was wild. So I grew that. I grew my network marketing business. I literally was started to, now this is the reader digest version guys, but like, I want to get into something more meaningful. Like I was doing what I loved and I swear I was not comparing. I just didn't have time for it, but I was still working really hard. I was still bartending. I was still doing all these things until I became, um, until I worked my business enough where I was able to stop bartending. Um, you know, I, I created my own space for like fitness and everything like that, traveling all over the world. It was like, 
really beyond my wildest dreams. Like it was, but I remember during this time, I was like writing things down. I was coaching. I, you know, doing all the things that you guys listening are probably doing, but I will tell you there wasn't as much social media back then either. So like meaning there were no stories. There was, I mean, I, I decided to do YouTube because it was something I loved. There was just Facebook um, and like Hotmail. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe there was, there was MySpace. <laughs> like, Probably. The only thing the only thing you did on MySpace, and if you're 20, like, don't even let you just just go to the bathroom right now. On MySpace, like, you just created this like fun thing about like it was just so fun. It was like a vision board like on on um, your computer. But anyway, so I feel like and the reason why I bring that up, I feel like we weren't as distracted, and there wasn't so much negative competitive state in our mind when we opened up our computer. Right now, it's so it's so different. So I feel like um like in that part for me, I feel like. I was lucky because I know how I am now with like, for me, all of this right now, like it's just, it, it beca- social media can be a lot. It can be feel really overwhelming, especially this past year. Right. Absolutely. Cause everyone's trying to do the do everyone mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. But it's, it's funny that you talk about the comparison game and how you didn't play it back in your head back then. And you know, where you are now and how it's so easy to do that. And, you know, one of the things that I think it's important to share, um, and I didn't share a whole lengthy bio about you, but if someone's listening that does not know you, just so you guys know, Tara is a million dollar earner in our network marketing company. So she has truly, truly done the do when it comes to growing, facilitating, building, you know, working on herself, growing a team. Like she's, she's someone who stands in true integrity in everything that she does. So it's when she starts to share a little bit about the comparison game and the things that happened to her now, so many years later with literally massive success, I think it's important to share where she's, where she's coming from, because I think a lot of times people look at people in Tara's position and the success that Tara's had and assume that like every day she wakes up, it's sunshine and roses. There's like white linen sheets and the birds are chirping, right? Like, because I, listen, I do it all the time. I look at people who I assume to have massive, massive success, or I know have had massive success. And I assume that when they wake up, their life looks a certain way. Unlike mine, where I'm like literally rolling out of bed at 7 a.m. to try to get my scream, my crying children out of their beds to get them to breakfast, to get them dressed, to get them to school. You know, and I'm like, oh, why can't my life be like blah, blah, blahs? But in reality, it's it's all the same, right? So you want to talk a little bit about that? Oh, gosh. I feel like this is such a thing um, for me to discuss because um, – my, my comparing and my, I, I, well, now I know, like it, I'm calling it like, I don't know what I want to call it. Like, I feel like the, my, my, my comparison came up like right in the midst of my massive success. When I say massive success, meaning like I had created this um, amazing YouTube channel. I'm traveling all over the world, successful network marketing business, moved to California, um, created a dance fitness format. Like people were want like started speaking, working, doing women's events, like all of it. And I I worked in this space. And I think that's why I love speaking so much and sharing my story, because I'm like, if I am feeling this way, having the followers, the, the first class, the, you know, the physique I always wanted, all of the things that I think, I think not everyone listening, I don't, not everyone listening wants this, but we have all these goals and dreams, which I think are amazing. I don't think there's anything wrong with vision boards, like wanting monetary success, like having a vision 
Um, but I do think that there's a lot of pain that comes along with it that we're not talking about. Um, and I've experienced it so much more after because once I got, once I got there, right. And I didn't even know there was ever there. I never imagined having the life that I've created now, but I always do remember like when I was behind that bar, I'm like, I knew there was something else. Even when I was going to be a, a phys ed teacher, I was like, I'll do this for five years. I'm like, I know there's something else out there. Right. So, um, I think we are very inundated with social media, especially this past year of people telling us what we should do for our business, what we like, you know, and I don't think anyone means anything negative by it. I think we're just sharing our business and what we're doing, but I think it could be very overwhelming for us as a human who are trying to navigate life, relationships, our feelings, our past traumas, like our triggers. We no, I feel like we don't, we don't hear much about, and unless you follow those accounts about what's happened in our past and how it's affecting us in the relationships that we're in right now. And the one with ourselves business is relationships. There's no way around it. Like you need people, you need relationships to have your business succeed. So what's your relationship like with yourself um, in your mind when you're going on social media? And for some of you, this is not even a trigger, but I feel like there's like, again, I'll say like that negative competitive state when we open up our computer or our phone and we're looking and scrolling through. Um, and I feel like, um, especially if you're first starting, um, I think it's, you're like, who, like, who do I go to first? When I first started doing a website, um, I spent a lot of time and money and ego. Like we need to like check our ego because I feel like we want to be this person. So I was actually one of, and go back to what I said a few minutes ago, once I got there, I was so afraid of it, of losing it. Like, I'm like, I never knew I could have this. I'm like, I have to keep it. I have to keep it. So I went from working in this flow stage, which helps me attract all these things. And I want to touch upon that, like this attraction manifestation, like stuff that we talk about. I think it's great, but there, you need to have some action behind it. So like, <laughs> like the generation who wants to like sit with your legs crossed and like burn sage, like that's great, but you need to take some action. Okay. So, Agreed, so, um, yeah. So, um, and just to finish up that thought, I feel like, um, you know, I, then I, like, I got into this place of like clenched fist, gritted teeth. I'm like, I need to keep this. I need to do this. And things just did not go well for me. Um, and I feel like, I mean, just internally, like I was, I was miserable. I would cry. I would compare. I would show up at like these events with other women. And I just felt less than, and like, meanwhile, like on paper, on paper, like, it's like, Oh, that's what I've accomplished is amazing. But I felt none of it. I felt none of it. I felt like just not enough so much, so much. And you know, it all came from, and, and just to let you know, meanwhile, I'm still doing coaching. I've had done therapy since I was 10 years old. So it's not like I'm not doing work on myself. So for me, the, um, external, um, I, I, I always want the external validation. And I think I, not, I think I a hundred percent do the work I do today in terms of movement and, um, like self-love because I know if I'm feeling like this, I, I know there's gotta be other <laughs> women out there feeling this way. Well, and that's one of the things that I actually really love about you and, and how you show up on social media, because you talk about it, um, from a space of understanding, Right. So like people, there's a lot of people out there who can like preach it or write it down or articulate words well, but you can tell it's not from a place of understanding. And I think when you share your thoughts or your feelings or you write, you know, a long Instagram post, it's coming from a place of like, 
you know, I'm feeling this too, or I'm, I'm, and it's not even about, and it's not in that space because some people do that and it's because it's all about them, right? Like, it's not like you're coming from a place of it's all about me. It's coming from a place like I understand that other people are feeling this too. And like, we're going to go through it together. And I feel like you all the time, it's not even oftentimes, it's all the time when you share those like real and raw moments, it's a, it's such a place of relatability and oftentimes, and I mean, I'm your friend and I still do it and I'm your friend, but like oftentimes like it, I'm like, am I relatable to Tara? Because like she has X, Y, Z and she does all the things and she has all this stuff on paper, like you said, you know, but you take it right back to that place where like, we're in this together. And I know community is a huge deal for you. Yeah. Um, I always say like success brings out actually who you are, who you really are. I really feel like, so I feel like, um, and we're just all humans, like having a human experience, trying to figure life out. Um, and I feel like, yeah, community is literally everything to me. And it's so interesting because that was another struggle for me when I, um, I created this massive community, like actually like all really all over, like with my online space and, um, in Jer- New Jersey, but then I decided to move to California. I was there for um, almost three years, create, it took me almost three years to start creating community. And as soon as I did, I came right back. I decided to come home because my father was sick. I don't regret the decision, but like I, and so it took me time to create community and what I was doing again. And I finally found the space of, I was, I've been, I've been loving speaking on stage at women's events. And I started to get asked to speak by people that I admired. And then the pandemic hit. Right. (laughs) So like, I, well, but I mean, we've all been affected. Like I, I don't feel bad for myself at all. So like, I find myself right now in this moment, like navigating what is next for me, because for me, like, yes, I have financial freedom, but I like, I like my purpose is, is other is to be purposeful for other people and like have that community. So I'm like, you know, like, and some days, like my mental health around it is not the best, but I feel like I've just have so many tools and I've done so much work behind it. Like when I say done the work, I'm talking like the mental work, the, the, the self-help book from Dr. Phil 10 X, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I always have a coach. I've done everything from standing on my head to like, like energy healing to NLP to childhood healing, like all of it. And I'll never stop because I'm on such a journey to understand myself and why I think the way I do. So I am actually grateful for my financial freedom um, because I can, like, I feel like I can be able to help other people with it in terms of also like understanding, like what this is, like, what, the, what is this all about? Like your goal that you have, like, like, why, why do you want it? You know, wh- like, what is it doing for you? What is it doing for other people? I mean, there's just so many questions. Um, I mean, I could go down a rabbit hole with it, but I feel like, um, just getting like really centered with yourself too, like on what you want out of life as a whole, you know? And I think about go- being intentional about, um, the way you think and how you go about your day and who you're surrounding yourself with. And uh, I'm learning to tap into my intuition and the the voices that I probably didn't listen to in the past more now than ever. But I also feel like there is that space to hustle. There's a hustle space too. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong. Like, again, just to go back to like, we're all like about self-love and self-care, which I think is great, but there's also that space of hustle. And I think you could do it in such a empowering, um, like, like great way, you know, without the comparison. Well, so there's three things because I was leading, if this was all leading to a question that I had and there's three things that stood out to me. So you said hustle, self-love and self-care and your intuition. 
Like, I feel like, cause I was, my question to you was going to be what, what would you say to someone who's listening right now that may be in a space where they are struggling and they are comparison, comparing, or they're not where they want to be in their businesses. But those three things really just stood out like intensely to me. I, I don't know if those would be part of it, but you want to touch on that, that a little bit? Yeah, because I am aware that like, um, I am in a different, like, I want to let you guys know, listening, I'm so aware, like, I actually had an assistant that I used to work with say, because when you're around your assistant, like, I'm a very emotional person, I struggle with like, I, I, and, and this is not in a victim way. But I do struggle with like depression, anxiety, like I work very hard on my mental health. And but I'm empowered in that because like, I work on it. But I remember being upset one day and she's like, I don't understand. Like, I I can't, like, I don't understand why you're always so upset. Like you, like I, I, if I had the money you had, I wouldn't be. So it like, it took me a minute to be like, I understand someone listening and be like, girl, please, I get it. But like, if I had that money, it would take away a lot of my problems. But I want you to think about some of the celebrities. (laughs) Right. And people like in in the past to like, I mean, I, 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 my mental health is fine. I don't, I don't like, I don't want to do this, but like the, the, they killed the, the committed right. suicide. It's right. a real topic. And I'm saying like the money and the, like the fame or like the followers, which like I have desperately tried to um, create at, at points in my life, they're not going to fill whatever is in you. They might for a bit, of course, like it feels really good to like have people notice you, but you, so you can do the work. Like, you know, it's really funny. Um, and I know this from, cause I know so many amazing, successful women, the followers that you have does not equate the success that you will have in your business. Okay. That's number one. So when you go to someone's page, like, do, like forget about the followers. I have so many people that I know in my life who are uberly successful with one to 2000 followers. Like, and I, no one really talks about that. Like, or at least I don't hear it. And then I, and then, um, what was the question, Jen? <laughs> I love you. I love how much. <laughs> Just like, what would you say to someone who might be struggling? But like I said, the things that stood out to me were hustle, self-love and self-care and intuition. I feel like those three are really important, but yeah. Else. Yeah, no. And I, I, um, I, and I think, well, I mean, I feel like struggling is also a choice. I mean, we're human, we're going to experience all these different feelings. So frustration, like all of that. It's normal. There's nothing normal. There's nothing um, wrong with you. If you're not, if you're feeling those things, like we're not always supposed to, we're not always supposed to feel joy. We're human. We have positive and negative emotions for a reason. They're just emotions. They're just energy. Like just feel them. Um, and I, and I would, th- I would say like in you working your business, like, um, you know, like, yeah, you have to hustle. Sometimes you have to have multiple jobs. Like you, like you have to not watch the housewives sometimes. Like, you know, like there are things that you're going to have to do that, not everything's going to feel good. So like, you know how, um, in the talk of like flow and alignment, it's like only do things that feel good to you, but like, not everything's going to feel good. You're going to want to, you're going to feel weird about posting. You're going to feel weird about reaching out to people that might not feel good at first, but like you get better at that, just like anything new. So, um, like doing the work and, and like maybe hiring someone that wants to help you with your website or like have a mentor that you're like, Hmm, I don't know. Those are two different things. So you will have to work and hustle. Like, trust me. So I, I didn't become, I didn't create the income that I created overnight. When I told you that I was a worker, I'm like, I'm not kidding. Like there's, I don't know many people that like work as hard as I ever did. So that's why I created success because I never did nothing. I never, I, I didn't who watch TV. Like I worked from Sunday to Sunday, morning and night. No, no joke. You can ask anyone who knew me. So yeah, you're going to have to have periods of time of that. But like, 
those are the best because then you can share the story of like why you're at where you're at. Absolutely. And I love that you touched on like the idea of so many times there's things out there, there's outside influences that are telling you to, like you said, like you have, if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. You know? And I think for, and especially for young people, and I, I don't know why I keep circling back to like younger people, but I just feel like it's such an important message for people to hear when they first start in their business. So maybe not younger, but maybe just starting in your business. It's so important to hear these types of things because it could be, you could get caught up in the, the how to's. And it's funny, we just did a podcast interview the other day with a friend of ours, Jeff, and she's a life coach. And I brought up actually Jeff Combs because he was, he, one thing that always sticks out in my mind is that everyone's looking for the how to. And he's like, how do I, how do I, how do I like, and he was always saying that he's like, stop asking, how do I just freaking do it? Right. So like, I think it's important to touch on that. Like, it's not like, there's not like a magic answer. It's not like always like being in the flow. It's not like, you know, getting that one thing that's going to take you to the next, to the next thing. I think it's like a constant evolution and just understanding and being really true to who you are and really setting clear goals and feeling confident with every step that you take and knowing that there's going to be highs and lows. Right. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. And I feel like being really clear on your intentions and how you want to feel in each situation. I feel like, um, it, like anyone doing a business, like, I feel like you have to have some kind of mentorship, whether it's a mastermind, whether it's a coach, um, whether it's therapy, like we need someone to like express like our emotions to, because it's not an easy business. It's not a clock in and clock out. Um, it's a small percentage of people who will actually keep doing it because it's, not easy, but like, I feel like that's kind of the best part. I feel like that's what creates, you know, you, you know, is, is like moving through it. And I think it actually helps you assist you. Well, I know it hundred percent assists you with your relationships and moving through other things that happen in your life. Cause I think they're very parallel life and business for sure. Right. So, and one of the things that I purposely focus on every single day and do my best to show up as is authenticity. Um, and being authentic to who you are and being true to who you are. What does that mean to you? I want, I want to know what that means to you. It just means everything. And, um, it means everything. And sometimes I feel like I get vulnerability hangovers. I actually just said to our mutual friend, Diane, like I, I, I tend to share a lot. Um, again, I feel very empowered in all of my stories. Um, it just comes freely in me. But I feel like if you're not you, like, I think we're nervous to be ourselves around people because we are so concerned with how we are viewed by other people. But like, we don't ever have control over that. That's the thing. Like, people are going to talk about us regardless. I don't think all judgment is bad. It's what makes us human. But like, I think to acknowledge that. Um, so authenticity and is just everything to me. Like I, and I feel like it's it's the truth as you get older and have more experience, not that you care less, but like you feel, I feel more, even though I'm struggling with a lot of things right now um, in an empowered way, like I, I just am, like I feel very, I feel very in my body about it. Like I just know that I'm a human experiencing life and like there's not like certain times there's judgment around it, but a lot of times there's not. And it's allowed me not to judge other people because I understand where they're coming from. Like I, we're all coming from some, some different part of life and trying to figure this crap out. (laughs) And we've been in a pandemic for a year. Jeez. Right. Right. Can we give ourselves grace, please? Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Well, and I think it actually attracts people. It connects us. It connects us for sure. 
It does. It absolutely does. And I mean, I think at this, this past year was the, one of the first times that we could truly say like, we were really the entire world was in it together. You know, there wasn't a single person that was not affected by what has gone on. So it's forever changed us as a collective whole. I wish that people would recognize that more often that, you know, we are in this together and it's not about, you know, you and your individual experiences, although we don't want to discount those, we really are in this together, like truly. So, um, with that being said, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you? Um, I'm, I hang out on Instagram a lot. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, Instagram stories. I am on Facebook. Um, so if you're in your twenties, don't make fun of me. Um, I'm also on YouTube and, um, I, I actually just started doing some, uh, live free virtual classes. I'm getting more into like my, my tone and tease because I can't, my it's, which is like empowerment movement, like fun dancing for women because I can't, I can't really do women's event, events that much. Um, and then hopefully we'll have another, um, mini your life unleashed in long Island at some point this year. I want it to happen so bad. It's going to happen. I know it is. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, I just have to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to chat with me today. You were amazing and shared so many incredible nuggets. I will for sure be going back to listen to this again. And, um, thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Female Social Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. For all things the Female Social, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Female Social Podcast. If you loved this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. We love connecting with more babes. See you next week.